When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny with you on this Thursday here, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance as we work our way towards Super Bowl 58. And we'll take a little detour with Tim Hasselbeck in our studio as well, because he's going to tell you something I haven't heard anybody else say. Let's do this thing. Here we go! Only one place to start. Mahomes to throw against a four-man rush. Fires it near side to Kelsey. Comes back to the ball and holds it in. Touchdown, Kansas City. I've known Patrick for a few years now, covering him. He is a very likable person, and it's it's very interesting to see him sort of become this villain. Everybody doesn't like you. It's not for anything you've really done. It's just for winning. So if that means some other teams and other fan bases aren't going to like me, I'll try to stuff a smile on my face and, and uh, not be a bad example, but I can be that villain for them if they, if they need me to be. I don't understand this storyline at all. I started seeing this on social. This is just social media nonsense. The Chiefs are the villains? Patrick Mahomes, who might be the most watchable player we've ever seen play the sport, who might be the most likable personality we've ever seen in a place like his, Travis Kelsey, who's like a superstar and fun to watch, Andy Reid, whose entire life seems to revolve around cheeseburgers. I'm not sure exactly how. When did we tire of greatness? Did we get tired of watching Michael Jordan? Did we get tired of watching Tiger Woods? Tim Hasselbeck is with us here. Hembo and the rest of the hashtag crew with us as well. Who is tired of watching Patrick Mahomes? Listen, I feel like that's what I've been thinking. Like all week, I go to people and like there is this Kansas City Chief like fatigue, and it's like you're talking about the, you know, the Bulls, Greeny, and I think because of your life and where you were kind of during that, like you think of it a certain way. Like being somebody that grew up in Boston. I think I was a little tired of it. Okay. Right? So I don't know. Maybe that's where it originates and then it snowballs. Um, you know, somebody said to me it was after that Buffalo game where Kadarius Tony was, was offsides yeah. and they called it and it took away this play. And then the reaction, mm. kind of the complaining afterwards that I've heard people say to me, like, no, that's where it flipped. To hear him whining about that is where it changed. Mm. But listen, I love seeing their success and i love andy reed and cheeseburgers and all of it listen i mean if you want to find a little tiny flaw in almost anything that does strike me as finding i I don't even know what i don't know what the flaw in this would have to be it would be like complaining about hembo's wardrobe he's the best (laughs) he's, he's the best researcher of all time but yesterday he was dressed like a muppet today he looks a little bit better you took your jacket off which is disappointing because you and tim are basically wearing the same thing today. the same color palette and we same look color palette. and we and both look great i mean you might you might want to well, seriously you consider might look looking great, into great, it not me. <laughs> i know you look great i look great hembo i don't think this is an area you want to dive into too deep i'm gonna lose this argument yeah this is not a place mm. you want to stay in the analytics I, I don't i don't think you want to get too much into um the, the human the, element the wardrobe yeah, the, <laughs> the human element i think is not based upon You're not your, allowed to make eye contact with people is what Greeny's saying. Your almost extraordinary lack of humanity. So anyway, you got a lot of Super Bowl stuff. But 
I have been all week long really interested ever since the moment the Washington Commanders hired Cliff Kingsbury. There has been this, I think, very understandable speculation about whether or not they're going to try and, and move heaven and earth to get Caleb Williams, who in every mock draft I have analyzed so far, and I've looked at every one of them I can find, every one of them has Caleb Williams going number one, in this case, to the Bears. But now they've hired Cliff Kingsbury, who's his old coach from college. He grew up in D.C. For those who don't know, he went to Gonzaga High School in Washington, D.C. Caleb Williams did. Do they try and make the aggressive move for him? And the, the debate has generally been, do the Bears trade out of that? What do they do if Caleb tries to force their hand? All of that. And then, Tim, you brought an entirely different perspective to our show this morning, and I was delighted by it. Well, because it was really about Drake May, not about Caleb Williams. And, look, I would just say from the Caleb Williams and move heaven and earth for a certain player, like Arizona's not in a great spot after moving heaven and earth for Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. And so I I think that path is a dangerous path to go down. Uh, Drake May, to me, and I said this on, on Get Up This Morning With You, I've been in this role for 15 years at NFL, and so I've seen Matthew Stafford come out, have seen um, Andrew Luck come out. I I do believe that um, Trevor Lawrence, I believe that Drake May is as clean and as good of a prospect as I have seen through that entire stretch because of his, his physical ability, because of his competitiveness, because of his, um, Uh, I think how what he's good at doing, how that translates to the NFL, to being actually a better pro than college player, an ability to to control the game, um, the flow of a game at the line of scrimmage, which you do much more as a pro player than as a college player. Uh, I think that when people go through this process, they're going to find him to be the best quarterback in this class. I find that super interesting. And and because and, I will tell you that all of I listen to every podcast yeah. I can find, you know, all this stuff as I prepare to host the draft. And most of what I hear is the debate is not even one versus right. two. The debate is two versus three. It, it, it is Caleb Williams and then it's Drake May sure. and Jaden Daniels. Now, all of that, yeah. we're, we're still months and months away, so that could change. I, I would just say this to that point. Again, been doing this 15 years. I, I So for me... Look, I wasn't a very good player. So when I sat in this role and would evaluate somebody, like the way I've always looked at it is like, if I'm going to be wrong, I'm going to be wrong based on what I see with my own two eyes. Of course. Not because I heard somebody that I respect have an opinion on a certain player. You know, so look, I like Kirk Cousins more than most people. Mm -hmm. Like I did. Look, in fairness, I thought there was a lot to like about Mitchell Trubisky. Like, I, like if I'm going to be wrong on something, it's going to be with my own two eyes, not because I'm living in an echo chamber of what other people are saying about a certain prospect. That's how I've always approached this. There's a record. Look, there's no hiding when you're in this business of what you've said on some, you know, about somebody in the process. Sure. And so what I'm saying is this, watching him, knowing, you know, the things I know about playing the position, what um, – what he is capable of doing and what he was a part of in college versus what that might look like in the pros with what he'll be asked to do. I think that when I think people are going to absolutely, absolutely fall in love with so many things about him. You're not the first person to say that I've heard that a lot. And again, I respect the hell out of your opinion and everyone else's here's, here's the point then that 
also has to get factored in. Most of these evaluations are not wrong. The right. circumstances dictate so much of this stuff, right? Yes. Who knows what Mitch Trubisky might have been. If Zach Wilson, I'll use him as the most obvious example, because in recent memory there's been no disaster like that, right? Second yeah. pick in the draft, and the Jets take him, and it has been, he literally, they, would have to, they will not be able to trade him for seventh-round pick here three mm-hmm. years later. I remember leading up to that draft, Steve Young, who also went to BYU, as Zach did, was campaigning for him to go to San Francisco. He so wanted him to wind up in San Francisco, and the Jets just wouldn't trade out of that spot. If Zach Wilson had wound up in San Francisco playing for for, um, Kyle Shanahan with that setup, I'm not sitting here telling you they'd be in the Super Bowl, that he'd be a superstar, but he wouldn't be on his way out of the league. I, I, I would bet that. So I think these things are as much a product of the factors like that as anything. Greeny, that, that is on the bullseye. And I, look, I, I feel like I had a front row seat to some of it with Eli Manning at the New York Giants. Eli Manning went to an offense that they put so much on his plate like it was amazing to me to see a young player as intelligent from a, just a football perspective and being able to to have that much on him at the line of scrimmage. That same draft class, Ben Roethlisberger, okay, he's not was not the same type of player early in his career. Ben was, hey, I missed the hot, I missed the blitzer, but I'm so strong in the pocket, I'm throwing somebody you know off of me, and then I'm making a play down the field. Two very different players. You know, had Ben played for the guys in New York and everything that they were putting on him, I don't know that he would have developed the same way. I I mean that. And had Eli gone somewhere where they weren't loading him up and they were just trying to make it simple and it wasn't feeding into his growth and development of something that he was amazing at doing, which was being really, really smart and being similar to his brother of, yeah, put it all on me. Let me make adjustments at the line of scrimmage. That would have affected his development as a player. So whether it's Patrick Mahomes going to Kansas City and being coached by Andy Reid or Zach Wilson and having his growth stunted by being in a different environment versus being uh, you know, in San Francisco, that's for real. I, I, exactly. So then, Hembo, that then, to spin it back to where it ultimately nets out, and, and once we get past the Super Bowl on Sunday, we'll obviously have a lot more of this kind of conversation. But if you're the Bears and you think those guys are neck and neck or whatever the case is, first off, you keep that as to yourself. Yep. You don't say anything. But, but you could turn that, perhaps at the Combine or something, into Drake May plus a first-round pick or something like that. That, that would be the best of all possible scenarios. 100%. The thing that the Bears should do, just from an asset management standpoint, is to trade Justin Fields for as much as they can and to trade the number one pick and still get a quarterback. I'm a big Drake May guy, as you are. I'm still kind of into Jaden Daniels as a potential franchise quarterback. I love what I saw from him this year at LSU. He's a little bit slight. I mean, I definitely Not favor... a little bit slight. He's slight. He, he's most definitely slight. Drake May has tools coming out of his ears. I think the, the, the biggest factor here is... We're so quick to anoint quarterbacks. We anoint people. We anointed Jameis Winston. We anointed Trevor Lawrence. We anoint people, and then when their play declines or someone else might improve, we don't modify our opinions nearly fast enough. I think that what we saw from Drake May over the last two years is a person that very clearly elevated the program that he was in to a much larger extent, candidly, than Caleb Williams did, who's playing under like the most quarterback-friendly offense in the whole country. We've seen so many people thrive under Lincoln Riley. I'm not to, this is not disparaging Caleb Williams, but the idea that it's him and everyone else, Tim, I've always kind of felt like that's a little bit faulty. Yeah, I, 
listen, and just your college production does not mean, you know, does not necessarily dictate what your, your NFL production is going to be. Look, I, you know, for a little background on Drake May, for like the people that don't like really, really know Drake May, if they weren't watching Carolina football games, he actually was committed to Alabama. Like Nick Saban wanted him at Alabama. He was going to Alabama. Mac Brown in the Carolina ties flip him to Carolina. That's how he becomes a Tar Heel. And so, like, that, that's the, the air he was in coming out of high school. And there was such a personal connection to the University of North Carolina, that program, the history there, because his father was a quarterback there. His brother was an amazing basketball player there. Like, that's how he becomes the North Carolina quarterback, right? So, like, the, I think sometimes we look at guys and say, well, like, well, how did, why is he at that program and not one of these bigger programs well, like he was destined to one of the bigger programs. It was Mac Brown returning that got him to Carolina. And then in terms of ability coming out of the ears, mm-hmm. I think that we probably would all agree. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, kind of in a class of their own when you look at size, arm strength, mobility, those things, right? Like kind of in, a, in rarefied air, Drake May is in that group. Like he's there right now. I, 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 I announced, I think, his first start – and I got a text message from an NFL quarterback coach who said to me he could play today. How old was he at that time? It was his very first start. 19? So he was he's only 21 freshman. now. Oh, let me God. tell you something. And he's still, from talking to him, he's still, like, not, like, he's not a man yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's still got so much room to grow. Uh, his brother was Luke May. For those who, are, who don't realize that, who, he was a, a big star on the Carolina basketball program for a while. Quickly, I've got a minute left with you, Tim. Who, who wins on Sunday? I think the Chiefs win. I, I think their defense, you know, we talk so much about quarterbacks. I think their defense is the story here. So good on that side of the ball. Steve Spagnolo, who's done a remarkable job with every defense he's coached, I think he'll have a really good plan to at least take certain pieces out of that, uh, you know, 49ers offense out of the, out of the picture. So you, you love them from a defensive perspective. I, I thought the tape you did on Brock Purdy this morning was just outstanding um, for us on Get Up. You think he – Struggles against this defense? Yeah, I think there'll be moments. I, you know, the, in the tape, you know, is about Brock Purdy creating offense. And look, Spags will get home with a blitz that fools you. And so if they are going to have success, yeah, Purdy, as we, we're talking about on Get Up, will have to play above the X's and O's. All right, outstanding. Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance, making it easy to save money when you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters. You'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. Tim Hasselbeck, outstanding. Thank you. We're back in a moment. The hashtag crew jumps in on the Thursday before the Super Bowl on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online 
designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So much to dive into on this Thursday before the Super Bowl, and we'll do it in 30 seconds after this word from ESPN Bet, which is now live as the official sportsbook of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today. New users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in a legal gambling state. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right. The Scoop. A couple of scoops as we uh, have the assembled members of the hashtag crew assemble around us. You've heard from Hembo. He's here. Cam and Bubba are in Bristol. So, Bubba, as, uh, as the senior member of the hashtag crew, as far as ESPN and, and ESPN Radio are concerned, I, I, have, I have to raise something as a question. So, I noticed on television this morning, I, I noticed that it popped up that the unsportsmanlike crew is doing their show. We're doing it from a different spot than they normally do this morning. And I said to Hembo, where are they? And he said, they're in Bristol. Apparently, there's some big ESPN radio thing going on in Bristol, of which I know nothing. Which led me to say, Baba, here's the deal. Yeah. Right now, the Super Bowl is going on in Vegas, and I wasn't invited to that. I can live with that, I guess. There's a big thing going on in Bristol, and I'm not invited to that. That strikes me as a very unusual set of circumstances. What can you tell me? Well, yeah, we're, uh, it's Super Week, so you know we used to send all the shows to whatever location. We haven't been doing that the last couple of years, so w- what they did this year is they had a lot of the shows come to Bristol. So when Sports and Like is here, uh, Carlin came up here, Harry Douglas is on his way here. I know he did get up earlier. He's on his way now to Connecticut. So a lot of the shows are going to be here for today and tomorrow, but I'm assuming because of your get-up responsibilities – the invite, I guess, to not extend your way. I mean, I was not in charge of the invite, so I mean. Just, but here's my question: not, if, if if we're not sending them to Vegas, what difference does it make if they're in Bristol? Well, we just we want to get everyone together because you know we uh, group you know group dinners, group meetings. There's a group meetings. dinner. There oh, is. Oh, yeah. there's, there's dinners. Yeah, 
Because, I mean, the, the staffs, you don't, you know. So I could have been invited to let the record show that because of my get-up responsibilities, I understand that I can't be there to do this radio show sure. because we literally start 60 seconds later. That'd be a tough one, yeah. But I could have come to a dinner. You could have. Quite easily. In fact, this would have been the ideal time for me to do it because my wife and my dog are in Florida. So I'm literally just alone in the house looking for a friend. But don't you have to get up early? Of course I have to get up early, but, but I mean, what are these dinners at 10 o'clock at night? I mean, what time are these dinners? No, they're, you know, between five, five and eight, depending on the show. Uh, but, you know, then you got to get two hours back. You'd be getting back late. I, well, I, I don't understand people... what you mean, depending on the show. Is everyone going to one dinner or no. is everyone having their own dinner? There are different show dinners. I believe Carlin versus Joe had their dinner last night. Uh, Unsportsmanlike is having their dinner this evening since they're a morning show. So they all had to go to Bristol to have a dinner just amongst themselves? No, they're doing the show from here as well. It's good to have everyone in the same building. Everyone except yourself, of course. Uh, it's good to have the yeah, more the people around. Together, show staffs are here. each other. Meet in person. It's good, it's good team building stuff. Some, t- some bonding. Our team is the one that needs built badliest. <laughs> I mean, is, That's is, true. I, I don't know that the audience recognizes this. Hembo and Cam have never met. <laughs> that They've is, never been true. in the same room. And I've met you one time accidentally in the calf here. I, I ran into Cam in the calf. He came over to me and said, hey, Greeny. And I said, who is this? And he said, I'm Cam. Would you, like you like a picture? You are? <laughs> yeah, Cam who? Yeah. Can I, I have I your mean, autograph, please? Cam is, is somewhat surprisingly tall. He's a tall man. Yeah, he's much taller than I expected him to be. And you would know that, Hembo, had you met him, which could have happened. Were there like a, a, a hashtag greenie team dinner tonight, which we could easily have made? We could do it like halfway in between. Like I, I live in New York. Hembo lives out in the middle of New Jersey, someplace. You two guys live up there in Connecticut. Right. We could meet somewhere that's kind of meet halfway, halfway, yeah. and we could all have dinner. Yeah, I don't understand. Like you have, look, no one needs to carry your water here. But I mean, you've you've carried this network for twenty years. It's not so much that you needed to be there, but like we should know that this was happening. You like, would think you want to be able to decline the invitation. That's correct. It's not I our fault have come, that you don't but know. I would, let the record show I'm not coming, but I would have liked to have been told. That's, That's like, the same thing that happened yesterday when you're like, "Oh, you're coming to the city. Why don't you tell me?" I would right. have, I would have said no if you asked, but That's I what people to be do. Asked. That's what people do. That's pretty much the way it is. And by the way, I got to say something to Brandon, too. So Brandon yesterday starts complaining that he wasn't invited to the Jets night with Aaron Rodgers in the first game and everything. And I I had to think about it a minute. But you realize that Bubba and D. Wood slept over my house that night. So the reason you weren't invited is there was nowhere for you to sleep. I only have three bedrooms. Stace and I are in one of them. You're not snuggling up with us. So unless you wanted to share a bed with Bubba... Or with um, D Wood, mm. then that's the reason why you were not invited. Well, he got that mic set up real quick. Neither one of them live in New York. Guess what? What? I live in New York. Right. So, so I could have come and I could have gone. You live way the hell out on Long Island. Not you don't way live in New York. Out. How long does it take you to get here? One hour. So you're telling me oh, that after God. the jet game that night, which ends at 11.30 at night, you're going to take the train back out to Long Island to then get up in the morning four hours later and come back again just so you can sit in the room and watch that game Or maybe us? I would have driven, you know, with a heads up. Like, hey, Brandon, you know, remember, end of the week, you're going to come by and this and that. All right, you know, I'll drive this time. Man, a lot of hard really feelings. know how to hold So a you're upset at not being invited to things that you wouldn't go to. Right. And you're mad at Brandon yeah. for being upset for not being invited to something that he would have attended. Really, you're not a principled man. That, no, no. No one has ever accused me of being a principled man. Who do you think you're talking to? I mean, mm. that, that's clearly not the case. So anyway, 
<laughs> Everyone but us is in Bristol. Cool. You know, which is nice. Cool. And they're all going to have dinner tonight. Like Fortinball, I'd like to hang out with Fortinball. Me too. Fort, well, Fortinball's here all the time now that he lives here. I could have dinner with Fortinball. And, the, and that's the other thing, too. Like, ours, ours is the group. Like, this is the, this is the winter at Valley Forge. We need the morale boost. We need the morale boost. And the fact that we weren't invited and the fact that we don't have the opportunity to build equity with each other is going to mean our relationships continue to deteriorate. If you guys got invited, would I... Get invited? No. Brandon, we, we weren't, Greeny wasn't invited. This is his own show. Brandon wants to get invited if, if you somewhere. Were. No, you were not invited. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. No, I, you know, I just want to see things clearly. All right, all. Brandon, you come to dinner with us tonight. Greeny, how about not invited? <laughs> all right, great. That's pre- I could just see that that's the direction this was all going to go. Oh, okay, gosh. next order of business. The scoop. Here's our next scoop. Cam has now taken to quoting himself <laughs> in the Google Doc. So I come in this morning. And it says in the Google Doc, this note that was announced yesterday, that Nick Saban, the GOAT, the legendary Alabama coach and everything else, uh, we announced yesterday that he's joining College Game Day as an analyst. I hope you saw that news yesterday. Very exciting for all of us at ESPN. And then it says, like in, in bold lettering with asterisks around it, very much pictured like it is a quote, a quotation, It says, this is so fascinating to me. Guys like Nick Saban spend their entire career giving short, curt answers to the media, snapping back at the media for dumb questions, saying they don't pay attention to the media rat poison. And then weeks after he retires, he joins the media as an ESPN analyst. And I turned to Hembo and I said, wow, who said that? Where is this quote from? And we realized it's just Cam's opinion, and he's just quoting himself. I'm not quoting myself. Yes, well, you what are. What are you doing? You have it in. You you bolded it. You have little asterisks on either side of it. You're just opining in a way that it is it is designed to stand mm-hmm. out in the Google Doc. So I, there's really no other way to describe it, Cam. You have quoted yourself. In the show's Google Doc. If you want to call it that, sure, but I didn't use quotations. Yes, you did. This, this got changed this morning. Uh, they, they, no, it did not. Yes, it I, did. 100% no, did. that is 100%, 100% true. No, Cam, you don't have to lie. You don't have to be defensive. No, I don't think it was. That is absolutely I, I not true. This one. I wrote asterisks. I'm just offering some commentary on the topic at hand in order to maybe direct the discussion in a certain way. That's not quoting myself. That's just offering my opinion like a producer in the mm. Google Doc. What is the issue here? So you're, 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 you're worried that I wasn't going to have an opinion on this. Yeah. I'm not That's saying you don't have an opinion. It's you so have an opi- good opinions on everything. I'm just so. putting what I think might be interesting to talk about about this topic in there. I'm not quoting anyone. There's no quotes in here. You're cranky. very cranky. You're, you're I'm very calling wor- things out for no reason. I'm worried about ca- now yeah, this, this w- Bubba, I need you to adjudicate here. Yeah. The, the, the way this is presented in the Google Doc, I will agree with him. It was not quotations, but there are asterisks on, on, on both the front and end of the paragraph, <laughs> right. and, and it is bolded <laughs> where all the rest of the copy is not. So it definitely does stand out the way a quote would stand out. Right. So, so I, I, let's put it this way. My first reaction reading it was, wow, who said that? That was the first thing you asked me. What quote, you know, who are we quoting here? And then we realized it's just Cam. Not that there's anything wrong with Cam having an opinion. Sounds you, like there is. Well, no, but you have, the, you, you have a microphone in front of you. You have the ability to state your opinion on the show. I'm worried about Cam. I texted Bubba yesterday. I'm worried about yeah. Cam. Cam seems 
cranky. There's we, something wrong. What's every going day on? I come in here and I'm fine, and then you guys start <laughs> nit, nitpicking all these little things that I'm doing in the Google Doc on the show. I'm fine. You guys just keep stoking the flame here. Have you not figured out that that's what we do? That's the <laughs> yeah, show. Well, you keep asking what's wrong. This is what's wrong. You guys keep nitpicking what I'm doing on the show. But, but this is what we do. This is. I, I understand that. I'm answering your question. Did what's you wrong, Sam? Did you listen to Mike and Mike at all in 18 years? I, all I don't think we was did was pick on We're each on other. We're on the air. I understand. All we did, we're doing a show here. I'm not surprised by it. I am answering your question. Cam, what's wrong? I'm fine every time I come in. I'm not I'm not barking at Bubba over here. I wrote an opinion in our Google Doc that we use for our show, and you're like, who the hell's quote is this? It's not quoted. It's asterisk. I'm offering my opinion. Maybe you'll think, oh, this is an interesting direction for this, lost this conversation voice. to go. He's lost his voice. What, what is I the think. problem here? Where did your voice go? Bubba, here's the thing. I think what there's only one of two things. Either Cam is cranky or what he has realized over the course of time now is he just doesn't like us. I, I like you guys fine. No, you don't. You don't like you definitely don't like Kimbo. How can I not like you? I haven't like met me. you. You don't like me. I, I think you don't like him. You know, like Nuno, Nuno was the, the nicest, jolliest guy before he worked on this show, and you see how cranky he is now. Nuno Maybe there's a, was a never here. jolly. Yeah, no, I don't no, know. No. So upbeat. Describe him as jolly. That Nuno is just you know a sunny disposition all the time before he worked with you clowns. Nuno was the was crotchety <laughs> when he was twelve. That's true. L- let the record show. That's true. That is, that so, is true. So anyway, oh l- let me give it uh, my opinion. Yeah, please. On the Nick Saban thing. It, are you quoting yourself here? I'm going to quote myself. Hmm. He's going to be extraordinarily good. Extraordinarily good. And Cam, I'm actually, now I'm no longer kidding. I'm going to teach you something, perhaps, because you're young in the business and I'm old in the business. All of us have a role to play. The way I've always viewed sports and the coverage of it is that we, it is a big game You know, it was Mike Wallace who once called sports the toy department, and it is. But what we're talking about here is really has no consequence. I guess gambling and all that has changed that dynamic to some degree. But the reality of it is that we are approaching Sunday like something epically important is is about to happen. The reality is just as much time, energy, and, and concern will go into dissecting what happens in this football game Sunday as the presidential election that will take place later this year in this country that will genuinely dictate the shape of planet Earth for the next hundred years. But we will act like what's happening Sunday is that important. And that's wonderful. As I wrote in a book once a very long time ago, the best thing, there's nothing in the world better than investing everything into something that means absolutely nothing. And that's what I love about sports. So when Nick Saban was the coach at Alabama, his role in the game was exactly what he did. The rat poison, the yelling at reporters, the crankiness, whatever. Now, the crankiness, I think, is just actually a, a little bit part and parcel of who he is. That That is the guy that he is, and it's one of the things that I think makes him so fascinating. But that was his role in the game, and he plays it, played it better than anyone ever has. If, if the objective is to win, no one ever did it better than he did. So he played that part in the game perfectly. And now... He will have a new role in this game. 
and I think he's going to be great at it. The great coaches in media, and I've been around, I've been here almost 30 years. This summer I'll be at ESPN 28 years. It's impossible for me to believe. It'll officially at that point be half my life. And I've seen them all come through here. And the ones who are great are the ones who aren't trying to get their next coaching job. Nick Saban is retired. He, I, I believe he is. He recognizes the sport has changed in ways that he doesn't at his age want to sort of start all over again in. And I think he is going to set his mind to being a great analyst. And I don't think there's anything, certainly anything in the world of football, that Nick Saban sets his mind to that he will not be great at. So I think he is going to be absolutely great. And that show, which is already the show of record, it's it's as important a show as ESPN has ever had. I think yesterday it just got that much better. Oh, yesterday was a wonderful day for the, for the world of college football. Um, the opportunity for Nick Saban on a weekly basis during the season to impart his almost infinite knowledge and wisdom to the rest of us is an extraordinary opportunity to the rest of us. I think there is a 0% chance that he's bad at it. Zero. I don't know that he'll love it. No, and Nick, Nick Saban is a legendarily impatient person, and there's a lot of big breaks in TV, but th- the ability for him to teach and for us to be able to get a glimpse as to what made him the greatest of all time is going to make us so much smarter and is going to make that show so much better. And, he, and he's with the right people. you got to be with the right people. So we had John... Uh, Gruden on Mike and Mike every Wednesday for however many years he was at ESPN. I, I don't remember. And of course, people remember John now very differently because of the emails and everything else and, and the way that he departed. But um, he was the preeminent or among the preeminent analysts in the sport at that time. And another one who you had to know what to do with him. You had to know what to ask him and what not to. I thought he was fabulous with us. Because John didn't want to get into, well, do you think this guy will get fired if X, Y, and Z? That, you ask him that question, you're begging him to shut down. But if you get him going on the stuff he likes, and there's nothing he liked better in the world than X and Oing stuff, he would sit there, he would break, or wherever he is right now, I guarantee you he's breaking down tape. Because that's what he lives to do. So we'll figure out, and Reese is as good as anybody ever, we'll figure out exactly what it is that Nick wants to do. And he'll do it extraordinarily well. All right, I just saw something pop into the dock here. It's not enormous news, but it's not bad. Uh, this is from Woj. Remember, today is the NBA trade deadline. We've got a four-hour special on TV. Woj just posted the Indiana Pacers are trading Buddy Heald to the Sixers for Marcus Morris. Um, Furkan, Furkan Korkmaz, yeah. Uh, it, 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 as I say, his first name is Furkan. Yeah. Role and three second-round picks. Mm-hmm. Sources tell ESPN. So the trading on this day has begun. We'll see where it all leads. Greeny with you, starting stronger, starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone with AutoZone. Twice a day, every day this week, Hembo's Super Bowl trivia. Go. Who is the only head coach to win multiple Super Bowls with the number one scoring offense in the NFL. Only coach to win multiple Super Bowls with the number one scoring offense. Answer next ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. NBA action, Saturday Night Warriors Suns, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 8 Eastern on most of these ESPN radio stations. Meanwhile... Wow, okay, and how are your trivia skills? This is Sneaky Himbo Trivia. Regular sneaky or extra sneaky? Go. Who is the only head coach to win multiple Super Bowls with the number one scoring offense in the NFL? So let the record show that, that Jack and Brandon have their picks in. Jack walks in here to offer his pick. Here's the thing. Not only does he never get the answer right, he can't get the question right. Like, he, he, when he repeats the question back, he always repeats the question back wrong. He says, so the coach to win the Super Bowl with, and we're like, no, no, it's multiple Super Bowls. You're missing, like, in critically important words that, that, that make the question. So, like, the first step for Jack, I think, is getting the question right. Yeah. Like, if he can properly identify the question... Regurgitate it back. Then he's got, a, he's got a much better chance of then working his way towards the answer. We need to, like, use, like, flashcards or something. Anyway, so they've got their answers in. Bubba, what's yours? I'm going to go with Bill W. Bill Walsh. Correct. Oh, okay. That's mine, too. That is also Brandon's guess. Okay, so we have three Bill Walshes. I, I have him down as well. I'm terrified the answer is going to be Bill Belichick because he just won so many Super Bowls. You got to think they would have led the league in scoring. At least there's a chance they would have led the league in scoring in two of those seasons. So I was, that's the one I'm really afraid of not having. Cam, who you got? Uh, I'm a little concerned because this was one of the answers on the group trivia yesterday, but I'm going to go with Joe Gibbs. I think those Washington Ooh, teams had some really good offenses. Yeah. So I I'm, thought I'm about going with them. Joe. I thought about them. The, the, their, their place kicker was the MVP of the league, one of their Super Bowl winning yeah, years. Mostly. I don't know how to make of that. Ridiculous. And then the other one I actually thought of mm. is Andy. Like, like, there's no question the first Super Bowl they won, that was the year Mahomes went crazy, right? No, so, that was the year after. Mahomes' first year, 2018, well, that, was the one where they where lost he, to Brady. He threw 50 touchdowns. Right. The next year, I think Mahomes actually missed a couple games. So, and that's I don't why think I that they the led the league in scoring last year. So, 
I think I, Dallas, or maybe not Dallas. But, I think yeah. I think Philly may have. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not. Go- I'm going to Walsh. So we got a couple of Walshes. What are Jack and Brandon? Brandon saying Bill Walsh, and Jack submitted Jimmy Johnson spelled Jimmy like the NASCAR driver. Okay, love it. I, I thought but about at least, Jimmy. At least he Jimmy. won multiple Super Bowls <laughs> and multiple Cup driver races. That's a, <laughs> that's a step in the right way. The defining racer of his All era. Right. And the answer is the answer is George Seifert. It's a sneaky question today. Uh, George Seifert in 89 and 94 had the number one scoring offense That's in the good. NFL. That's good. You know, it's bizarre to me that in the like, – this is the, you know, That was the 55-10 Super Bowl. Yeah, too. 57 Super Bowl champions all time. Only 11 of the 57 had the number one offense in the NFL that season. That's a lower number than I would have expected. Does one of these two teams have it this year? No. No. Oh, okay. So it's just a – it's not connected directly to this. No, it is not. All right, Cam, count out the scores. Uh, I am 10-14. and 14, Bubba's 9-14. and 14, You are 8-16. and 16, Brandon's 2-16. and 16, Jack's 2-9. and nine, Dominique Foxworth is 0-1. Okay, fair enough. Uh, something is going on here that upsets me greatly. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. I need help with this, okay? So I turned to – I posted during our break – I, I post a lot of things on social. If you're not following me at ESPN Greeny, then I don't know what you're doing. But I post a lot of stuff. And so we had a funny moment on Get Up this morning where I was making an analogy that watching Patrick Mahomes play would be like watching Picasso paint or watching Mozart. I, I tried to say tickle the ivory. Somehow I said tinkle on the piano. And I, I have heard people say that. Like, give me a little tinkle. Like, that, that's like a, a piano expression. I, I've heard it. Whatever. Saying tinkle on the piano, obviously, is not the way I so. meant that to come out. And, and people laughed at it. I'm getting a sense that the Chiefs are the villains now all of a sudden. Is that what I'm reading? The people, who are these people that are tired of watching this? I'm just curious. I mean, did you get tired of watching Picasso paint? Did you get tired of watching Mozart tinkle on a piano? Uh, I should have phrased that tinkle. better, but you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and everyone laughed hysterically. And it is funny. So I posted that. It's on Twitter right now, or X. And I looked. I, so I go on there to make sure that it has uh, appropriately uploaded, right? When you, you, if you're posting a video, sometimes it takes a minute to sure. get up there. Mm-hmm. So I got to go on there to make sure. And so I press the button to make sure people are responding so I know that it's out there in the world. And I made the observation that I don't know when this started because it hasn't always been the case. But every time I post anything, does this happen to you? I get naked videos posted back at me. Like, instantly. Like, really, really, really raunchy, naked videos. And I live Ooh. in terror, absolute terror, that I will accidentally like one or, God forbid, repost one. Uh, I accidentally just hit show. Right? On mine. Yeah. Right? I mean, Ooh. it's... it's, it's That's it's a lot. Like, we're talking, like, super... It's not just, like, a naked video. It is, like, a naked action <laughs> video it's like a it's like an action movie but it's naked and it's you know what i'm talking about anyway the point of the matter is like an action movie well you know what i mean it's it's not it's a video it's not just a picture i don't you know what i'm trying to say here i do yeah so does this happen to you because people follow people pay close attention to what i post and stuff like that right there are people who just live their lives hoping i'll post something dumb or bad or something they can make into a big deal and i am terrified that when it's sitting there on my phone, I will accidentally touch the heart button or something like that. And now I will have liked it and not realize I've done it and it'll just be there. And then later in the day, someone will say, oh, Mike Greenberg has liked this 
incredibly pornographic video, and that will be a bad thing. Is there some way of stopping this? I don't think so, because right now I'm seeing, like, I looked at a few of your tweets, and, and Bella18 Plus is sending you some stuff. Nonstop. She's I mean, all I in. I don't know if it's all one person. Is it all the same person, or no, is it multiple no people? The, the, this is, these are multiple people. These are, these are automated bots, because I can tell, because there are, numbers, there are numbers in the handle. But the images are, and videos are very real. Yeah. So I'm, what I'm I, yeah, I know that. I'm not asking. My concern with this is not that it's fake. The authenticity. No, well, you don't know these days. Is, AI is taking over the world. I'm, I'm like the most famously married person in the world. You like are. People make fun of me for talking for about being, my marriage for being so, so much. Married. <laughs> for being so married. And yet, so the, the last thing I want is to accidentally, like, God help me if I retweet this by accident. <laughs> But I don't know how to get rid of it. Like, I don't, I don't know how to make it stop. Can you make, when did this start? It didn't always happen. I know when it started. When, when did, did it start? start? When Twitter changed hands and it changed names. I think there's a lot more, you know, automated stuff out there. Okay. Fair enough. Unfortunately, I'm not saying it's a good thing. Remember when it's we had terrible. the issue when you lost your account for a while? Yes. I wonder if this is related. I wonder if, I wonder if, I wonder if your account got in the wrong hands. I'd like to, I don't know. That was when I got a new phone. That did. I don't think I was being punished by like Twitter. For, no, but you lost access to your account. I did. And who knows what happened during that time? So you're suggesting that like, do I need to go on there and, and make sure I'm not accidentally following people? That's the other one. I, what if I accidentally hit follow on one of these? It's like, very easy to make that mistake. Very bad. Like I do my own social media. People ask me that. All, I do it myself. I post my own stuff. I. You know, I, I read whatever it is I choose to read. I read by myself. I don't have someone doing this for me. And I'm me. I could easily accidentally touch something. <laughs> and the next thing you know, why well, are you laughing at that? Because you very easily could. I could. You know me. I, I, technology and I are, we're barely acquaintances. Mm. We're most certainly not friends. Just met. No. We've not met like me once. and Cam. Exactly like you right. and Cam. It's me and Cam. We've met once. I, I'm unquestionably not adept. When it comes to this stuff, so I live in and fear. it hates you. It, ha- it hates me, like you like like rat poison. There are no words. Baba, does this happen to you? Do you get naked videos <laughs> sent back at you every day? Not on Twitter, he yeah. doesn't. Yeah, yeah, just, just random people send them to me. Just in your phone. <laughs> Those just texts. <laughs> just fans. Cam, stop that. Fans. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.